When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We don't have any noise or anything. Oh, hang on, hang on. oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Well, I spent a very peaceful day at Target Field yesterday uh, while the Vikings were uh, opening the season. And I did feel, as I read the reports, a little misled on the greatness of Cameron Dantzler earlier oh, in the... Because uh, uh, the first 10 days of training camp, he was uh, perhaps the finest cornerback in uh, Viking history, well, are wasn't we still he? doing Mr. Mankato? Are <laughs> oh, we still doing that? He would have been Mr. Mankato even if uh, they never even saw Mankato this right. year. He was definitely Mr. Mankato. And he was Mr. Mankato like after 72 hours. Oh, they loved him. Yeah. And apparently... Uh, he didn't get very close to the guys he was defending yesterday. But uh, then you take a bunch of uh, corner cornerbacks who uh, haven't played and don't put any pass rush on one of the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, bad things are going to happen, Pat, even if he does only have one receiver. Pat, I know how much you love Rodgers strictly because of his level of agitation. He yes, loves he to, he's he, an agitator. He loves yes, to he, agitate, which is, I, I know, uh, that, that, uh, that's, that, that has a little soft spot in your heart. Yesterday, he lines up the formation and whatever, Three defensive backs ran into each other, and you could see him laughing. <laughs> oh, as they were trying to oh, shift. Yeah. He just kind of gave it the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just funning with us to get us to jump off sides every once in oh, a while. Yeah. With no crowd noise, he could do it. He could get our, our dummies. I don't think Two that... of them came at the, on the first one, yeah, right? Two yeah. of them jumped off this would never happen if there was a crowd. You know, yeah. that that wouldn't have happened well, with the road team. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah probably, allegedly it would have oh. never happened. But uh, but I'll tell you one thing. What's that, sir? Kirk Cousins. Oof. Garbage time, Hall of Fame. No question. No, he's on the watch list, that's for sure. He's the first ballot, time, yes. Garbage time, Hall of Fame. He's fantastic. He's uh because they've stopped rushing him, so therefore he can just stand there. Well, I, I had threw out a tweet basically saying that here come the garbage time stats for the yeah. Cousins defenders, and I got ripped with, well, he's not playing defense. 
They were on the field the whole game. That's <laughs> yes. why they were giving yes. up so many yards. No but anyway, anyway, anyway it baseball. Was a, as it was enjoyable at Target Field. <laughs> as it wasn't that enjoyable, by the way. Three hours and forty-three minutes. Both those games took forever on Saturday and Sunday. Cody Stashak, I don't know what happened to him, but he suddenly became forty seconds between pitches. I think he just realized he didn't have anything and was trying to think of something. And then here comes Sergio, and he's been banned by his manager from acting like a jackass. Thank God. So he's throwing a pitch and walking around the mound. He took 40 seconds between pitches. Those... As I said, the Vikings had the ball for 19 minutes. The Twins had the ball for two and a half hours. They were unbelievable. The last two innings, they had the ball for 35 minutes. I missed it. Uh, I didn't know Rocco had chided uh, young yes. Sergio. Yes. Uh, which is, by the way, that was necessary because he oh, was yes. getting out of hand. Yeah, well, and you could see that base- baseball suspended him and not Lindor. They fined Lindor probably 2500 or something. Right. But, uh, yeah, he's an idiot. But... Uh, you know, I guess uh, you know, he he was uh, all he did was point to the sky uh, yesterday when he finally got the third out instead of jump up and jump around. But uh, Rocco is uh, that ain't Rock. Well, that's as blatant as Rocco will get. That's not us. That's not the way we do things. So yeah. he and Nelson Cruz wanted to kill him. Oh, really? Because they all love Lindor, right? Sure. Because he's like a hell of a guy, nice guy. Cruz, Cruz, and him are buddies. You saw Gonzalez and uh, Marwin and who were the other guys? Went over and Snow went over and said, "You okay? You're going to be yeah. okay here." Yeah. So they were his his Latin American teammates were supporting Lindor and not him. That tells you how out of out of touch uh, Sergio was. Well, and not to mention, you know, to have a little flair and a little fun. Yes, okay, that's yes. fine. But Sergio. You're getting batters out with slop. It's not like you're going up there and dominating. And why would you be mad at Lindor when you pop him up on a slider exactly. and he smiles at you like, okay, you, you got, got away me, with you that got one. Me there, yeah. You got away with that one, and that you take that as offensive. Yeah, you know, you're not. You're an idiot. Yeah, and you it's know? not like it's some kid that got called up from. He's a. All-star player and yes. probably on a path to becoming a, a, a Hall of Famer. Yes, he's a and great he ball player. Basically, was saying, "Man, I should have hit that pitch, but yeah. you got me out." It wasn't, uh, you know, they had a little run in in, in Cleveland too, the, the yeah. Indians and uh, Romo. But uh, anyhow, they end up sweeping them, and uh, I really, even though he only he didn't get five yesterday, I thought early on Pineda threw the ball great. I think I really like the stuff he's throwing right now. He's throwing hard, you know, hard enough, and his slider was really good to start with yesterday. They they had a you know they they looped a couple into the outfield and then rolled a couple through. But uh, I as I I think I said this last week, the best thing that happened to this team in ten days is uh, is uh, Pineda pitching and yeah. Donaldson playing third base for sure. All right? of a sudden, they look like because I didn't check in until later in the game because I was fixated on the purple. But uh, was it a conditioning thing that they took him out, or was he starting to get hit a little bit? Oh, uh, he was. He was having a hard time getting through the fifth. He was his okay. control. He was losing a little bit of his control. But uh, uh, well, he was up. He was almost a hundred pitches. Oh, he was yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, he threw a hundred and. Plus, they pushed him last time, right? 106 or something? Sure, they, sure. They pushed him hard last time for a guy who hasn't pitched. But 
Suddenly, you know, Maeda was wonderful on Friday night. Right. Oh, yeah. man, he was good. His breaking ball was just, I know the bottom half of that Cleveland lineup sucks, but uh, he was just, the ball was coming out of his hand. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Where and is then, it supposed to come out? <laughs> and, uh, and Brios was good enough on uh, on, on Saturday, Saturday so yeah. their, their pitching looked pretty good. So we was got it this. A, no, was it, no, no, Rich Hill. Rich Hill on Rich, Saturday. Oh, yeah, because Brios is throwing tonight. Yeah, yeah, Rich Hill slopping up that curveball, oh. and he, got, he struck out seven and five. But all you, when he goes out there, all you want is five. Right. Right? Yes. I mean, if you can get five out of them. And you know but what? Then, I want Rich Hill thrown against Cleveland, not against the White Sox. Yes. I want him so, facing that lineup, all right, not in Chicago. Whiteys, uh, what is it? They've won, what, 16 out of 17, is something? They're right? on some rampage here. Wow. They, uh, but here's the number one stat. I heard Atterbury say this yesterday, and I checked. Uh, the White Sox uh, finished the season yesterday with another win over Gardy's uh, Tigers. You know what's a bad three-day period? <laughs> what's that? When you get beat 14 to nothing, and it's the second worst shutout <laughs> loss in three days. Right. They got beat 19 to nothing Thursday and 14 to nothing Saturday. That's... Uh. That's it. When you got a three-day period when fourteen to nothing is not your worst loss, your worst shutout loss, that's bad. And do you know who got the win in that game? The fourteen to nothing game. No, that Lopez kid from the White Sox, the one that the Twins were batting around twice this year. Had some moments for him about two years ago, but he's been terrible. Uh, But he shut him out. (laughs) But the White Sox finished the year eighteen and two against the Royals. 18-2 18-2 and two against the Royals and the Tigers. Wow. Royals and the Tigers. Twins, we just figured it out. 5-5 five and five against the Royals, 4-4 four and four against the Tigers with two left. So the Twins are 9-9 nine and nine against those teams, and the Whiteys are 18-2. And, and if you want to know, it's, it's a pretty much a miracle the Twins are only, what, one game behind them? Right, yeah. Yeah, when you consider that uh, against the fourth. By the way, the Royals have won six or seven in a row. But... When you consider that one team is eighteen and two against the bottom of the division, and the other team's nine and nine, now the Twins did that last year. They beat up the bottom right. three. Uh, you know, they I think they were fifteen and four against the Tigers and fourteen and five against the other two last year. Well, because remember they were playing the Tribe right after the trading deadline. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what did Cleveland get into first place or they got close? Yeah, Cleveland and passed I, them one day. We were going nuts. Like, yeah. you didn't make any moves and yeah. now you're going to lose yeah. the division. And they ended up uh, breezing. But, uh, uh, and they also are three and one. So against the Pirates, the Royals, and the Tigers, they are 21 and three, the White Sox. Oof, duh. So uh, that's. Uh, That'll, uh, but hey, a lot of us were on the Whitey's bandwagon yes, when the were. year started, yes, and you uh, were. they started off poorly. And people, ah, they're not ready yet. That's a good lineup, man. But I did see uh, Keuchel's on the IL, not the DL, yeah. but the IL. Uh, yeah, you and, and didn't they? IL, didn't they have you? another injury too? Uh, that I saw over the weekend. Somebody else getting I, hurt? I can't remember. Tim but Anderson, by the way, is going to win two straight batting titles. That How about that? He about can four hit. years ago, they were he was hitting two twenty. Right. So show some patience, folks. When the guy's got talent. This is a four game set, right? This is <clears throat> yes, four games, okay. and then the Cubbies for three. This is a tough week because uh, and now I don't know what wrote. You know. Eddie Rosario. I knew. I could just tell by your facial expression Eddie Rosario that that's where we were going. Eddie Rosario is Space Mountain. He's Space Mountain. 
Because space, uh, space Mountain is basically craziness in the dark, right? right. You can't, it's like crazy stuff in the dark. Have you been on Space Mountain? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy's Space Mountain. Uh, <laughs> Saturday. Is, is it Saturday? Saturday he, hit the Saturday, big home run. Yeah. Saturday, he makes one of the dumbest throws to a base and hit. He got no chance to throw the guy out. He lets everybody move up, runs, you know, just, you know, just doesn't even take a peek. And then you're, he does, you know, he does all his stupid stuff. And then he comes up and makes sure you're going to win the game by hitting the two-run home. Right. right? It's five and, and four. He and then it destroyed. Them. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, boom. And then he hits a home run. You say, okay. Well, the other night, same thing. Absolute boneheaded play. I can't remember what it was. And then he hit the ball down to the uh, first baseline. Hit the ball. Hit the mm-hmm. bag. Went in the corner. Three bases. Or no, that he emptied the bases. Right. It was a double, and then wasn't he got, it? Yeah, yeah, it was a double, but then he got thrown out running to third That's for, right, yeah. for no reason. Right. For no reason. I forget who said this. On t- I think it might have been Bonus. It was either yeah. Bonus or Gleeman. I can't remember, but they said, that right there, folks, is the uh, Eddie Rosario hat trick. Yeah, the Eddie Rosario. <laughs> <yes. laughs> Threw it to the wrong base, got yes. thrown on the base pass, yes. and hit a home run. And uh, <laughs> But now, yesterday, yes, the guy standing to your left, Byron Buxton, is the widest ranging center fielder since Willie Mays. Okay? Willie Mays, by the way, Albert Pujols caught him or passed him yesterday, but uh, that's a pretty good guy to catch in home runs. But he's standing there, and there's a ball in the left center that there's a 100% chance he's going to get to and catch. Yes. And Eddie suddenly runs over there. He runs like a maniac right at him. And then Buxton's going to catch the ball, and he reaches up and gets his arm caught on his chest (laughs) and does something to his wrist or arm, and then he hits the ground like he's going to be out for life. Look, hit the ground like go, 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 (laughs) man. When that ball's in the air, go run to the dugout, for God's sakes, or go back up. You know, backup center field. He should take a note from Eloy Jimenez. When yeah. Robert's going to get yeah, it, Eloy yeah. don't move. No, no. <laughs> but Eddie, so then Buxton dives later, and he's down there looking like he's got a bad wrist, too, but I guess he's okay. But, uh, I, you know, you got to have a thought, right? <laughs> you got to have. You would like to you think. Gotta, you know, you, yeah. just, you know, take that. Take that four seconds before the pitch is thrown to say, okay, what am I going to do <laughs> if the ball's hit here? You, you can't wait until it's on the ground to make your decision, right? you right. got you got to know when you're running after it. By but, the way, uh, speaking of Buxton, he's got eight home runs in 30 yes, games. Yes, he does. He's uh, less than 100 at bats, I think. He doesn't and he's have hitting what? He's close to 250? We'll yeah. take that, won't we? Well, oh, God, yes. He's, I keep saying, they're... Twenty-five percent better when he plays. Oh, no question. Yeah, because they they're fifty percent better in the field, and they're ten, fifteen percent. He's their only speed, yeah. and he's the guy that takes them from a minus defense, uh, minus fielding to plus fielding as a team. Because he makes Kepler better. He can't make Eddie better. I mean, Eddie's <laughs> you know 
He should make Eddie better, but he doesn't because Eddie's an idiot. But is a there, lovable idiot. Is there the lovable, less? Is, who's the lovable idiot of all time? Oh, Eddie's up there. Eddie is. Yeah, he's a lovable idiot. That's for sure. Um, there is what? Less than a 5% chance he's with the club next year? Well, with with two other left-handed hitting outfielders, with the two best prospects they have, I think they're both better prospects than Royce Lewis. Uh, Larnick really? and, Larnick and uh, I mean, more, more sure things because of the, their swings and the way they can hit. Larnick and Kirloff, they're both corner outfielders who are left-handed hitters. So, yeah, I don't think there's much chance at all he'll be back. And the trouble is, people are going to be disappointed with what they get for him. But he's going to be a free agent. He's making seven already, although he didn't get his money because of the 60-game thing. And, you know... People have scouts, and they they tell you he's going to drive people crazy. Although I did hear MLB the other night, they were talking about some new guy. I can't remember for which team, but he's uh, he's kind of come in, come in and made an impact. And I, I gave him rookie the last mm-hmm. month or so. Okay, but he's a swing at everything guy. Okay, you know. And they said, well, he's like Eddie Rosario. You can throw the ball any place. Any place near the strike zone, and he can hit it high, he can hit it low, he can hit it inside, he can hit it outside. He's like, and that was the the comparable they had on him was Rosario. So. In a complimentary way. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah in a complimentary way. There's, okay. there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's got the best hands since Carew, really. Uh, the fantastic hands, but, you know, Rodney generally, you know, would have a thought before right. the play was Great made. hands, no brain. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, He's just uh, goofy, just goofy. I mean, where are you going? <laughs> uh, but Cambridge, you know, I did that. I did a piece on Eddie before the season started, and uh, McCavage said all his mistakes are made out of aggressiveness. He says he has no fear of making mistakes. Sure, clearly. And and <laughs> he said I was a guy who always played fearing making mistakes. He says, my mistakes were being fearing making mistakes. Now, he didn't have the speed to take sure. an extra base, but sure. I'm not going to sway. You know, I think I'll take the walk here instead of, you know. Instead of trying to hit, hit a home this, run. Or, yeah, right, right. And, uh, and he said, Eddie's mistakes, Eddie has a better way of making mistakes than I did. He said, it's, it's more, you know, it's, it's more successful to make mistakes out of aggressiveness because he always wants that extra ninety feet so he can score a run. Yeah, you know. And, well, and the, and the thing and is, I'm, well, you know, but unfortunately, they occasionally are rally killers. So right. Well, and the thing is with him, the frustrating part is he is the guy come postseason when it really matters in a clutch situation. He's the guy that can hit one in the seats for a three-run homer. You oh know? God, yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well, because they're you know you know they're not going to pitch to Cruz in a in a in a spot that matters mm-hmm. in the postseason. They're not going to pitch to him unless they have to. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's the guy that can come up there and kill you for making a mistake. You know what else hasn't you know? I think Eddie's concentration could be a little wavered a little because when uh, when the fellas are on the road, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't want them leaving the hotel. Sure, you know they want them to stay in a confined area. and I don't think confined area has ever been Eddie's strong point. No, I think uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, he, I think he enjoys life, and uh, and uh, the, the, uh, you know, as they fear the pandemic, 
I got a hunch they might have a security guard outside on Eddie's floor. What's your job? Know. I'm Eddie's watchdog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Eddie, no, no, here you. The hotel bar is fine, Eddie. You have a, have a drink there, okay? You know, over in that corner by yourself. So you're not I mean, allowed to leave. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Thirty and eighteen, it's hard to complain. You considering know, you know what the amount of injuries they have. Well, considering two weeks ago, I mean, they were hovering around five hundred. Yeah, I think the was worst that, it ever got was four over. Was it four? Yeah. No, did they ever get to four over? Well, they've won nine out of 11, I think, something like that. But uh, they uh, you, now you worry about, you know, Arise has got the hip, so Gonzalez has got to play second. Kepler's, Kepler's back. It's time for him to do something. Yeah. He's hitting 215 or right, something. Right. And... Uh, but and Rooker is out for the year because yeah, he's got Rooker's the, out for the year because he broke his wrist, right? Was, if you're going to break your, yeah, well, on a changeup, but he got a forearm, I think. Forearm. Okay, okay. But he's going to have to have a screw put in. Oh so, boy. So yeah, he looked like he can. You know, they need a, a right-handed hitting outfielder, and uh, he, he looked like I think he probably got himself back on the radar. They would throw him, they would put him in a trade, but I don't think they're anxious to get rid of him anymore. And I don't think uh, we'd be worried about Brent colliding with uh, Buxton because I don't think he's going to get to that ball. No, no, no. Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, I would. Well, he's Josh him. Willingham in left. I would rate him as, I was just yeah. say Josh Willingham, except when the ball's on the ground, he can maybe bend over and stop it. You know, Josh's biggest problem wasn't the ball in the air. It was the ball on the ground. Yes, he had a tough the time. Ball with on, the ball, he couldn't bend over. Right. Cave got the ball, problem with the ball on the ground because he dives at it when it's 20 feet away from him. But uh, you know what? He's a pretty good right fielder. Cave. As long as you can keep out of center. When he has to yeah. make decisions, he's made some good plays yeah. in right field. But uh, anyway, they're going in, and I got to say, Whitey's four games, if they could get two, you got to be happy because the Whitey's are good. Yeah, they are. Twins have uh, what? Brios, Dobnik, to be announced, uh, aka Matt Whistler, and then uh, oh no, I guess Odorizzi. Oh, it, they gonna are going to throw him. It, okay. it looks like Odorizzi. <laughs> Boy, what a sad year! This guy—he's a really good guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And if he hadn't taken the Twins 16, 17, oh, he would have got he would have got four for sixty. Sure, he would have gotten four well, for sixty. Well, Gibson got thirty million bucks. Yeah, yeah he would have got. By the way, Gibby. Not good, yeah. six something ERA, but uh, he would have uh, he would have gotten four for sixty. Now he gets the seventeen. Then he gets then he gets the uh, you know the sixty game season. So that seventeen is whatever it is. And then he's hurt the first time. You know, then he can't mm-hmm. start the season right because mm-hmm. he's got a what bulky what was it back elbow? I can't remember what it was. And then he comes back and gets hit in the chest with a line drive, and he's got to miss another two weeks. How many? He's got like three starts, right? I think it's that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and it's not you got to pitch him, I guess, and hope that you can get him in shape to pitch. But this is a hard. You got two. You got twelve games left. Right. And you're trying to finish second. You got to finish. I mean, actually, you're trying to finish fourth. You, you're trying to be the best second place team. That's what you're trying to be, even Why is if you that? don't catch the White Sox, because then you get to play a three game series at home. Oh, against sure, the okay. Fifth place Good point. Team Good point. Against whoever finishes fifth. But if you 
if you fit it, you got to go out. And they've been so much better at home this year than road. It was the opposite last year, but you know, there's no home field. There's no home fan advantage, but. They you like, got your own nap room. Yes, you get your own nap room. You're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You you feel better about not getting you know the virus because uh, you're 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 into your own environment. I think that uh, I think it's important for them to try to get the second wild card and uh, I mean get the if they don't they got to get in the top four so they get to play home. They're still fighting, by the way. The players don't want to be go into a bubble. For the uh, playoffs. For the postseason. For the postseason, you know, because the, the, the original plan is eight series, three gamers, all in the stadium of the highest seat. Okay. You know? So, in other words, if you if the Twins finish fourth, they play three games at Target Field against whoever. Okay. If they finish fifth, they play three games at very good chance Yankee Stadium. Oh, God. The second Could best. Could you even imagine? The second best. We can't even avoid the Yankees in a pandemic. <laughs> if the Yankees beat the, get a better record than them and end up, well, there's a damn good chance that the Yankees are now, they're still behind Toronto for second place. But if they catch Toronto and finish second, there's a damn good chance they're going to be fourth or fifth and the Twins are going to be fourth or fifth. So, Because <laughs> the second place team in the West is going to be like, Way out of it, so okay. it's 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 between the East and the Central for who's going to have the best. Well, wouldn't record. the second place team be Houston out of the West? Yeah, but they're under five hundred. Are they really? Yeah. I guess I hadn't checked. They're a game or two under five hundred. I didn't know they were playing. That, that was game. great the other night, though, wasn't it? The uh, now the Dodgers beat them bad yesterday, but it was great the other day. I've actually wrote something about this as a blog, but in two thousand seventeen. The Dodgers win the first one in Dodger Stadium of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Second one, they're ahead three to two in the ninth. They bring up, they bring in Kenley, who hasn't given anybody a sniff for about four months, right? Yep. And Gonzalez hits the game tying home run to tie yep. it up three yep. three, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a buzzer on, and there's no garbage can in Dodger Stadium, right? right? So we don't know if he knew what was coming or not. Maybe they sent, maybe they had some messages. But he ties the game, and then Houston wins it in what seven to six and eleven innings or something. Something they, like that. Yeah. They get, yeah. They they win it. So it's now. Otherwise, they're they're down two zero, and the Dodgers win that World Series. I've had people people have called that the biggest home run in Houston history. Anyway, so Saturday night, Saturday, the Houston is back in Dodger Stadium for the first time since Game Seven of the seventeen World Series. Haven't been there because American League team, you know. right? And they're going to have these planes flying over with signs about the cheating Astros and okay. and all this stuff. And the Dodgers are going to get their revenge and blah blah blah. And the planes are grounded because of the smoke, because oh. uh, it's oh. at night because of the, all the you know. I didn't even Cal- think of that. The West is burning down, uh, so. And then the Dodgers are winning 5-1 going into the ninth, and Kenley comes in, doesn't get an out, gives up five runs, and Houston beats him 7-5. Unbelievable. And by the way, Marwin was 7-for-43 in that postseason when he hit that home run. Meanwhile, in target field, the uh, 
the Margaret Marwin is what was it two for twenty four in September, and he hits the home run to start the Twins comeback. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starts the Twins comeback. He hits a two run homer to start the Twins comeback, and. A game started by Rich Hill, who started the game where he hit the wow. I didn't even where think of he that. hit the home run, and Kenta Maeda the night before was with the Dodgers. Pitched relief after Rich Hill in that game. So, wow. so I did a. It was. It's all. It's mystical baseball. It's all intertwined. It's a funny game, isn't it's it? It's all <laughs> intertwined in this big circle. It's like your town ball. Yes. It's all intertwined, you know. It's everything is uh, except ours is we had beers with that guy at <laughs> yes, that bar after that uh, game. <laughs> that is uh, that is true, but uh, so Marwin, Mar- and it's important right now for Marwin to have come out of his coma since he's got to be your second baseman for at least another week. Yeah, right? no kidding. Yeah, because uh, and he's not he's not bad at second. No. Although it's hard to tell now because with all the shifts and stuff. Well, that's just it. You know, uh, who was I talking to about this the other day? But I said, well, he can't get to that ball. And I said, it doesn't matter. No, no. It, they hit it right to, you yes. know, you don't range is a thing of the past now. Oh, God, yes. I watched, I watched virtually every inning of the Twins uh, Friday, Saturday. I was at the game Sunday mm-hmm. for. Uh, well, not Friday, I guess, but uh, and it occurred to me once again how many base hits, the how many balls that were base hits for a hundred yep. and ten or fifteen years are now out. Well, it's unbelievable. There, you know, I, I still get this thought in my head. That's a hit. There's a guy standing there, right. you know. <laughs> well, no player. I don't, and I think you and I talked about this on the radio. But no player suffered more than Joe. No, Mauer. Oh, God, no, no. Mauer is, uh, you know, Mauer was the ball up the middle at the dome. Yeah, the, the, he'd have a hundred of those a hop, year. The three yeah. hop single, he would have a hundred, but he finished his career with two hundred of them. You know, yeah, the four hopper that was hit hard past the pitcher, and right there, and they're standing there. Plus, you throw in the left fielder playing on the line, and the and the right fielder yep. and the center fielder. You know, they give them the huge gap in the left center field, and uh, but there's there's a lot of them. I tell you, it's hard being a left-handed hitter because they, you know, remember when they first started shifting? Though it was basically for left-handed hitters. Yeah, now they shift only. like everybody. Yeah, uh, they they were afraid to shift against right-handed hitters because they thought they were shifting out of making the double play. You know. Mm-hmm. Now they don't care. The second baseman runs over and covers the bag, running in from the east instead of the west. I just, that's the one thing that drives <laughs> me nuts. From the north instead yeah. of the south. Pat, yeah. there, I, I, I get just furious every time I see if there's a guy on first and there's less than two outs and the big shift for the left-handed bat. But you've got a free base hit. You know who did that yesterday? Eddie, Eddie the genius. <laughs> yes. Eddie the genius. But why does Always that? Always thinking. <laughs> you know what he is? He's a heady player. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. But that's a, fr- I just, I, I, I stand there and I go, what are you, you've got a free base hit? But yeah. no, instead you're going to strike out on five pitches or I mean, there's, if you're Nelson Cruz or somebody, you can't, you know, you can't, you never bunt in your life. If, if you don't have a chance to bunt, 
don't bunt. But if you're Eddie, you got to have it with his hands. Yeah. You got you know you got to take the bunt. But uh, it is incredible how many hits get taken away. Oh yeah, it's uh, I can't remember who hit the ball yesterday. Line drive, uh, ten feet to the right of second base. Yep, and which would have landed on the outfield grass, right? Mm-hmm. Guy out there just guy. For, I think it was for the Twins. Just reaches up and grabs it. You know, smoked smoked it there, and Polanco was standing there. Just boop. Okay, thank you. Speaking of line drives, how about the home run that your guy Willens Ostadio hit? Oh, I missed it. I oh, missed it. I think some was, was it, it was it a low hanger? MLB Network had it. It's the uh, lowest <laughs> home run in however many you know years. And but you know for this year for sure. But I forget since when. I forget the since part. But it. Pat, I don't think it peaked above 15 feet. Really? No, it was just a missile. And it didn't. And he kind of went down and golfed it, <laughs> and his helmet almost fell off. Now, but it just kept going. <laughs> hopefully, when you get to the playoffs, you're going to go with only 13 pitchers and 15 players, so he can stick around. But uh, does he start a catcher in game no, one? No, no, God, no. The Jefferses, they love Jeffers. Okay. And Garber will be back, I think, this week. Really. But he'll be your two catcher. But the kid's going to be your number one catcher, Jeffers. Yeah. I'll tell you what, he's, you know, you can strike him out and he's going to hit 180, but he gets the fat part of the bat out of the ball. It goes he is strong. Yep. I think he's hit three home runs, yeah. hasn't he? So, yeah. And that one he hit killed a few sparrows out in uh, center field. The first one he hit was, what, 437? Yeah, he, he did hit that one pretty and good. And he's get, you, you get to see, I think you're seeing a little more confident of a player, but you also see why they loved him because he's he can throw and he's a very good defensively. And, uh, you know, he was. Uh, How is his framing? Is he a good framer? They say he's a good framer. Okay. They say, boy, we had a, there was a guy behind the plate the other day, though, Manny Gonzalez. I was astounded how few he missed. It was great. Oh, he really? Was great. Yeah. I mean, you look at you know, how, boy, you don't say that very often. Well, it is funny. Yesterday, who'd they have behind the plate? Uh, what's his name? Home plate umpire yesterday? I can't remember. Here, I can look it up. I can't quick. remember what his name was. He's been around some. And. <laughs> They called, oh, Lamont Wade walked twice on ball four. I mean, needed, <laughs> it took two ball fours to get a walk, right? This was yesterday, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. The ESPN box here. score doesn't have it. You got to go to MLB. They don't put the umpires in. Oh, they don't. You're right. No. I don't care who it was. All right. Anyway. Joe Drape. No, Drape. 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 Okay. Drape, I think. But when he called <laughs> Wade, I mean, the ball was on the, on the, Batter's box chalk line. According know. to baseball reference, it's James Hoey. Oh, that's right. It was Is that James him? Hoey. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. James Hoey. Excuse me. Okay. And uh, you could hear the twins dug out. He, was, he looked over there. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, it's fun to hear the yelp. Oh, you yeah. know? And it wasn't like one voice. It was like eight guys going, oh, come geez. on. <laughs> you know? Speaking of that, uh, I know you were at Target Field, but. Yesterday, Fox had you know the the telecast, yeah, and they had the beep going. Oh, really? Because they had the field mic, and there were a few times. Oh, so, what do they have enough of delay to beep it? Apparently, because I remember, I think it was after Dalvin Cook scored the touchdown on the opening drive, and I'm sitting there watching with the kid, and you just hear a beep. 
William looks at me and he's like, what was that, Dad? I go, well, uh, somebody was happy. Somebody must have said a bad word, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, they should have had, though, let's see, we're looking for a little reality with the sound, right? Oh, I love it, though. They should have had booze, shouldn't have they? In the, as, the oh. Viking, as the Vikings left the field yes. in the first half? I said they, they should turn it up booze. to 100 and yeah, just boo the hell out booze. of them. Oh. You know, they, you know they, there's some games from the past where you could have gotten tapes of booze. Now, that would have been a good sense of humor. I think so. I don't think teams have a sense of humor. No, though, especially that in that stuff. league. No, especially in that league. I got to tell you. Here we go. I'm not going to make a big deal out of this and we have the advantage here of a small audience so uh <laughs> i clip clicked over to the mighty sports juggernaut in this town okay there's no doubt it's an amazingly successful operation uh you were you once worked there yes i did yes and uh and i heard the morning host play-by-play guy and he was you know, was his dauber down a bit? It, no, he was in his sugar-coating best and talking about somehow comparing something that occurred and getting the young guys ready with coaching a fifth-grade football team. And, you know, this, this oh, uh, you know, this kind of this reach out to the fans sure, that, sure. you know, when you're dealing with young players you got to expect a few roadblocks and and you know but a, a kid who was having a hard time understanding mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a fifth grader sure we're, we're talking about Cameron Dantzler here a 22 year old alleged superstar we're not talking about a fifth grader dummy but uh anyway that's uh, this this a uh, this town has turned into such a bunch of bootlickers. It <laughs> drives me nuts. They should be savaged after yesterday. Savaged. You uh, You gave up 524 yards. You had the ball 18 minutes. They should be savaged. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody in town commenting on them. Should say Zim's job is on the line. Forget the uh, three-year extension. Forget the three-year <laughs> extension. This was a disaster. There's only 16 of these things. They all have to be treated like a crisis. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. They're all a crisis, and when they stink, you got to be over the top. Everybody in town, in the media, full-scale, 100% ridicule, and not trying to soothe the fans so you don't think that this would have taken place in let's say new york after the jets got absolutely demolished by buffalo yesterday i don't think it would have taken place on the ride the highly rated ride with ricey no we would have had to have a we would have had to have a half hour show prep working on our ridicule (laughs) work right yes anyway come on let's 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 Hold them up to a standard here, whether yes. there's people or not. Uh, 524 yards. And by the way, from what I understand, this speedy receiver who caught two long ones, if he hadn't dropped oh, yeah. two wide open ones, we're over 600, right? Easily, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Easily. he's wide open. Twice. According, I read Chip's column, and I didn't see it. He said, according to 
He had two wide open drops. Well, he, which, he missed which one, De, which Demosky told me was his was his problem. That yeah. he drops the ball. He like, dropped one uh, doing a uh, crossing route right in the flat. Really? And Rogers stared at him like that happens again. <laughs> you're going to be over there. <laughs> Apparently, Rogers and Lafleur get along pretty well. Well, they and, kept panning to the uh, the kid they drafted in the first round, and he didn't dress. Uh, the love kid that they picked, the Packers yeah, picked yeah, in the first round. Yeah, he was the round. third stringer. And he kept looking around like, what am I doing? Why did they draft me? And, <laughs> what am I doing here? And then uh, <laughs> their third rounder, or their, their second rounder, is a, a running back who didn't play either, right? No. A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon? No. Nope, did he, he get on the field? Uh, Maybe he later. might have late after but, it but got out of hand. But number two, I mean, this isn't exactly a team that needs a running back. Aaron Jones is a beast. Yeah, and then, this, then the backup, Jamal Williams or whatever yep. his name uh, my other observation for football here on the baseball show is it was nice of Andy Reid to get himself another bolt of lightning. God almighty. Yeah. You know, if anybody, well, A, you got Patrick Mahomes. It's tough and to then be. you try to get the six fastest guys that you can possibly find who are actual football players. Yes. And we don't care if they're 5'7 or Six three, right? We yeah, man, alive. Oof. The best part about that game though was I and I tweeted this out during the game. Andy Reid needs a defrost mechanism for his face covering because <laughs> yeah. it just kept it just kept clouding up and he couldn't see. Well, can you imagine being a coach if you got to wear glasses? Because oh, you know I got a you know at the target field that I'm there, my. Glasses yeah. are always fogged up. Well, and McVeigh last night, he was basically wearing it as a chin strap. I see the, uh, I heard that the NFL sent out an edict today. Oh, did you they? Have, you have to wear the, they didn't mention him, but you cannot use them as chin straps. You have oh, to use that's them. Oh, that's 100% geared towards yeah, McVeigh then. Yeah. Because yeah. he never won. I mean, they, McCarthy had it on the whole time, but mm-hmm. they'd panned McVeigh. He and, loses, right? McCarthy loses his opener. Yep. There. Yep. The Rams How held about, on. Hey. Go Lions. Way oh. to go, baby. God. How about that poor kid? He gets hit in the chest with a game-winning touchdown by Stafford, and it goes right through he his hands. Number one draft pick, too, I right? think. High no, draft. they uh, they drafted the cornerback from Ohio State okay. in the first round, but he was a second, a high second-round pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, but they were they were up twenty-one, right? Or yeah. were they up, up? No, seventeen. I think they're up, up 17, seventeen points. Against, uh, Rowling, against, against Mark Trubisky. Trubisky, by yes. the way. Unbelievable. Anyhow. Oh, well. Uh, big uh, week in Chicago here for the Fighting Twinks. Four with the Mighty Whiteys. Three with the Cubs, who have really good starting pitching. And, uh, you know, you come home three and four from there, and you got then you, then you only got five left. That's so, right. Uh, go for that number two, that number one wild card spot and get to play three games at home. And, uh, you know, Pineda, Maeda, Maeda game one, Barrios game two. Uh, Pineda, Pineda game, game three. three. You got a chance. You got a chance. So, With Odorizzi as a, a long guy? Odorizzi and Dobnik and, you know. Hill? Dob, Dob, yeah. Hill and, yeah. I don't know if you want to. I don't know what you do with Hill. He becomes you, a lefty specialist. I that's that's I, my. I got uh, a hunch that you got to warm him up for about twelve minutes, though, don't you think? Well, that's you true. can't just get him up and have him throw four pitches. If Rocco wants some. to pick the brain of the first base coach of the Faribault Lakers, I say, yeah, we're gonna h- hang on to Rich Hill for the bullpen. You know, just yeah. I don't think if, if we start. need him. If I don't we need think him. he'll get a start. No, I don't think but, he should. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, we uh, shall return uh, next week. But first, here's a word 
from Mr. Money Talk.